Welcome to another episode of the Chad Brady Show right here in the Mothership, which is Studio 22. The Puppet Master Mark is over there at the controls driving Hello. this starship. What's up, my brother? Not much. This is the uh, 100th episode 100. today. Yeah, 100 this episodes. The, this is the uh, centennial episode. That's right. <laughs> I don't even know if that applies in that situation, but this is 100. All right, as you all know, let me give you a recap. This is the way it went down. November 2017, the Chad Prather Show was launched through a company out of Beverly Hills called Podcast One. Then, doom, 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 after a year and a half of podcasting successfully, the ambition and the desire and the call of God as the clouds opened up and the, and the skies parted and the fingers of the Lord came down and touched my soul. And we wound up over here at Mercury Radio Arts and members at Blaze TV. So here we are doing the Chad Prather Show in Studio 22. This is now the 100th episode with Mercury Radio with Blaze TV. And here we are. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Our numbers have not grown the way they need to. So this is the last one. Good night. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and fade to black. And scene. No, um, our numbers have been consistent. They have been. But I know that everybody... You know, we tried to put it on Facebook so more people could watch and see it, and that's an easy place. And a lot of people, you, you know, you, you watch every single one of them. You hear me tell you, go over to YouTube and watch it. Go to where podcasts are offered and subscribe and listen to it because those are the numbers that help us. But, you know, you stay right here. You stay right here just so you can comment on the live feed. And I know it's fun because of the conversation. And, yes, I'm guilty. I'm sitting right here watching it with you on Facebook. But – do that. Tell your friends about it. And uh, also, of course, go to blazetv.com slash humor. Use promo code chat and sign up sitting next to me once again in the hot seat. The lovely host of the news and why it matters. Sarah Gonzalez. Hello. The POC. The people, the person of color. Yes. I did. I was shocked to hear that you allow POCs I in this chair. POC. Sean, have you ever been in this chair? The very first episode. Oh, Look at there. I'm I'm nice. honored to be here for the hundredth episode. There you go. Hundredth episode. That's awesome. We wouldn't consider having anyone else. Only you. <laughs> Look, Only she, you. She is really? not my... the POC, Sarah Gonzalez. She what just is... doubted me being a person of color. He's a redneck. Oh, he's he's not. He's white. I'm a Texan American. <laughs> he's, yeah, you're a Texian, right? Yeah. No, there's no Mexico in you. There's Texan. American. Texan American. So anyway, stop wasting time, Steve. Party Foul Steve and Bougie Sean are sitting over there in the peanut gallery. Literally no episodes. one cares what color you are, Steve. No one. No one has ever doubted the color of your skin. No one has questioned. It's never been a topic of conversation. It's never been conflict or an argument about the color of your skin. However, if you go to Twitter, you will have every bootlicking neophyte liberal out there that will tell Sarah Gonzalez, <laughs> she's not Latina. <laughs> it's incredible. It's You're truly right, incredible. Girl. Yeah. I'm not allowed to have an opinion. Uh, well, because I am too white, but also I'm using, you know, other people's last names. I love, I love your Twitter. <laughs> I get, love getting on there. And I feel like the you big, are an instigator on my Twitter. I, I, and it's I great. I try to be, I try to be defensive. I, you know, I'm it's a little great. bit of a defender. I, I kind of feel like that big brother. You I, gotta, are, I, I know. Kinda, yes. like, I'm like, my girl's getting attacked. Yes. I feel that way about a couple of, of the, of the ladies that are connected with the blaze. And I want to get on there and be like, eh. I just have to, I pre No, I do it. Don't hold back. I, I love it when you do. Oh, I know you do. I know you love the the crazy traffic that comes on there. But I, Twitter, Twitter's Twitter's a dumpster fire. We we know that. 
But I have found myself more and more. So, like, here's my morning routine, and I want to know yours, okay? <laughs> when it That's... comes to social media. Because <laughs> okay. we, we all check it. Right. We all look. Right. I go to Instagram first because okay. I can usually check that the fastest, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What's going on on Instagram? Then I'll go over to Twitter, and I know that Facebook is going to take the longest to deal with, getting mm. dealing with notifications and comments. So I usually save that for last because that's mm-hmm. that's usually honestly, and I hate to admit this, that's about an hour of my time. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. So I'm burping. So in the morning, that's the deal. But I found myself more and more at night after I've had a couple of apple mm-hmm. juices. Party time, Mom. <laughs> Party time, Mom. I want to spend a lot of time on Twitter. That's me too. I just get on there and it's addictive. It It is. It is very addictive. And that, that is me as well. Mornings are reserved for Instagram. Mm-hmm. And all, well, also you can see overnight how many people have. It's very easy to see at the bottom. They have, you know, this many people liked your photo, your, your posts, this many people followed you. And you get just like a very quick overall view, a summary yeah. of what your activity has been. But Twitter and uh, I mean, Facebook is a lot harder to read, like you said. Yeah. Twitter is, yeah, it's good for those late nights where you're sitting on the couch, kind of half watching a television show, mm-hmm. but also half being just perpetually annoyed mm-hmm. at everyone who is stupid, who is on the Internet. Yeah. It's and everybody has a voice. Everybody's got something to say. They really do. And yeah, it, that freedom of speech thing, I don't know. I feel like it's overrated. Like, maybe we ought to bring it back now. <laughs> maybe just reel that back in. Because, and, and, I mean, you got people out there that just uh, – But what bugs me are the instigators, the haters who just get on there just to out and out. Okay, so I said something on Twitter over the weekend where, where – uh, oh, my God – it was talking about, you know, people who are, are generating hate and stuff like that. And somebody comments on the thing says, well, you instigate it. You instigate hate. And I'm like, tell me, you <laughs> pinhead. Yeah. What what a differing opinion automatically instigates hate. Right. Somebody that disagrees with you that instigates hate. Come on. That's why we're in a dangerous place right now when Beto O'Rourke, Robert Francis Ugh. O'Rourke goes on and calls Trump a, an, an, an avowed racist and a white supremacist and the leader of white supremacists. Like, that's scary. That's it's scary, really dude. Scary. I mean, you're, you, you, that's the rhetoric that incites violence. See, this gun stuff that's going on, let me tell you what's happening. Let me tell you what's happening. Let me tell you what the deal is. Break it down. Just, I'm going to break it down for you. Mental health, yes. Mm-hmm. Sure. You got to be crazy to go in there and start mm-hmm. shooting people, right? Yeah. Did you see Chris Murphy's tweet that, you know, this is not, it's not about mental health. It's not about mental uh, illness. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No, because yeah. sane people go and shoot up he, he places. Shot, he, went, he went to the place where his sister was hanging out on purpose to shoot up in Dayton, Ohio. That's not somebody that's normal. It's like, hey, right. hey, where are you going tonight? Are you going to that bar? Cool. I'll see you in a few minutes. Yeah. That's not, you don't say that sanely or do that sanely. Yeah. Right. Right. The kid in El Paso gets in the car and I really gotta quit referring to him as kid like there's some kind of innocent thing. No, they're they're premeditated murderers. The, he gets in the deal in Plano, Texas or Dallas, Texas and drives ten hours Dallas. to El Paso. Mm-hmm. You're crazy mm-hmm. to do something like that. That's nuts to go down there and just target people because you want to make a statement about immigration. That's that's 
Did you also see that the media left out in his manifesto that it wasn't just he wasn't it wasn't just racist. It, no, he, no, it wasn't. He was an environmental crazy, too. Yeah. He said that we could not sustain ourselves. It was about sustainability. It was about there was no way we could provide free health care. No one There's, talks about how he's an environmental exactly. nut job. Do we blame Trump. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? No. Yeah. It was before exactly. Trump. It wasn't. It wasn't Trump. To, it was. It wasn't Trump that inspired it. He said stuff like this happened before Trump became into office. So you can't just say mm-hmm. Trump is the reason why this guy went yeah. out to mass shooting started it. way before Trump. Anyway. But, but even he, even he said, you know, look, I. There was a temptation, and I'm gonna break it down for you. Don't forget. Now. I'm gonna get, but we're gonna get back to the point. <laughs> I'm gonna break it down for you. I'm gonna tell you what's gonna fix this. Okay. Um. You heard me rant about it yesterday. I'm going to tell you something completely new on today's episode. I didn't blame Obama when cops were being shot because of his anti-police rhetoric mm-hmm. that was that was going on out there. I didn't, I didn't blame him for that. I, I wished he would have shut up mm-hmm. because I felt like he was creating racial division and he was creating a bad name for, for or at least a bad image for law enforcement with, with the rhetoric. But... I didn't I didn't blame him. And so does Trump say things that are crazy or weird or wild or whatever? Yeah, Jennings just come in here just to cast a big what are shadow. You doing? Right in front of the camera. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, so look at that high and tight, so I got those ears lowered. Anyway, now you want to come in here and just because President Trump says things that are off the wall sometimes and a little thin skinned and he he punches back. Mm-hmm. You're, I mean, you're really going to start blaming all of society, like every conservative. You're going to say, well, they're all terrorists. They're domestic terrorists because they support the leader of white supremacy in Donald Trump. Are you <laughs> me? I mean, Donald Trump, Don King loving Al Sharpton hanging mm-hmm. with, rapped about everybody, P. He, Diddy all he the way freed down. ASAP Rocky. He freed a rapper. He did. ASAP Rocky. <laughs> Uh, the, 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 the LeVar Ball, whatever, the, the ball kid that was in China, China and the other two boys got those free. How about the criminal justice, legi- the criminal justice reform? Done more than anybody. <laughs> it's freed Didn't, like multiple and wants African-American to do, and wants men. to do more. And wants right. to do more. Right. Right. <laughs> it's like, man, bring me more stuff to sign. If he's the leader of white supremacy, man, he is doing a he terrible job. at it. <laughs> Low unemployment. I mean, my gosh, among African-Americans and minorities, I mean, it's terrible. I mean, the guys come out over and over again saying, look, we want legal immigrants. Mm-hmm. We need legal immigrants. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people, a lot of things in here that, that we could benefit from them being here. It's, it, but no, what do they want to say? Oh, he's got a Muslim ban and an immigration ban. No, you're lying. You are f- lying. <laughs> That's going to be 1108. Mark, you want to mark that down? That. That's-, That's how mad I get, Sarah. I'm just glad it was you with the F-bomb and not me because I was you're there lying. right there with you. And you're lying, and that's what it, ah, but because because you're gonna take it out of context. Mm-hmm. Go back to go back to um, Charlottesville. Go back to Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. Charlottesville. He comes out. I was in Florida. I was in I was in uh, somewhere Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Lakeland. I was in no. I was in yeah no. I was somewhere Fort Myers. <laughs> I was close Prince to Fort Cola. Myers. God, what's the name of that town? Miami. Anyway, I was in Florida, north of Naples. <laughs> North Naples. And I was sitting there watching this press conference that the president gave about, well, there were there were fine people on both sides. What did he, what did he do? They, they pull that mm-hmm. out. 
and say, oh, he said white supremacists are fine people. You got to listen to everything he said in the context. Stop lying. Stop lying. Stop lying. Stop lying. So what's the problem? It's the one percenters controlling the one percent. It is the one percenters controlling the one percent. It is these people out here who are trying to define the narrative. They're putting money behind it. They're funding this stuff with the mass media, the 24-7 news cycle. They're running this stuff through, and it appeals to the one percent fringe of the assholes on both far sides. And they're coming out of the woodworks going, you know what? We're going to do what they're asking us to do. It's the 1% controlling the 1%. you got to shut it down. Mm-hmm. Shut it down. As long as that rhetoric is being spilled out there on social media, mainstream media, you're going to have these retarded people that are going to come out there and they're going to want to shoot people. I'm trying to avoid social media for like the next couple of weeks. I wish I could. Back in yeah. the Newtown shooting, when the Newtown shooting happened, I got off of Facebook for a month. I took I, like I'm not going to sit here and talk about kids getting shot. You need yeah. to. Because, I mean, the, the amount of comments I've seen in the past couple of days of people just spewing whatever they want to spew and think it's accurate because they feel or they're just so adamant about it is BS. And it's sad that you have to sit here and you just, you're constantly just watching people's feeds just comment and comment and comment. Like these false arguments about the topic about guns when it's like, why do you need an AR-15? Why does it matter to you if somebody has an AR-15? What is it, what is it doing for you? Like, I know a lot of people that have guns that aren't going out there killing people. Right. But if you the moment you say something that, Oh, I, I, I support guns. You're labeled and you're attacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I, I, I hate I, Facebook right now. I do think, too, it is, um, it, it's a bizarre time where just everyone feels emboldened to just go on social media and spout opinions regardless of whether or not they actually know what they're talking about. Um, you know, just like you're saying with this false narrative that they're painting Trump to be a white supremacist. Well, Beto O'Rourke goes on television and says that Trump is a white supremacist. Therefore... All of the CNN, MSNBC anchors report it as if this is already a solid fact that we have that Trump is a white supremacist. So we're going to take it and run with it. And then people listen to that and go on social media and tell me that because, you know, I don't support taking everyone's guns or because I support enforcing the laws of immigration, that I'm following a white supremacist. Like None of this makes sense. But we've got all of these people who don't know Jack. I'm going to let you stick to the dropping the the cuss words. She did. She wanted (laughs) to. Who don't know Jack, who are going on. And aren't they always the ones who are like the most sure of themselves? They're always the ones who are most sure that what they're saying is correct. They're always the ones who have no clue what they're talking about. But if Beto didn't say stuff like that. He wouldn't be. He wouldn't make it in the news cycle. So that's a. Well, yeah, he's polling at zero percent. He's got to yeah. say something. It's so he's got to get in the news cycle. So he did it. Mm-hmm. But it's also El Paso, Same with Booker. so it makes sense for him to come out and say it. But it's still rhetoric that he's just saying to throw it out there because people are like, "Yes, Trump, hate him." Right. But do you notice? Okay, so I was listening to Sunday morning. I was listening to Maria Bartiromo on Fox. I listen to all the news. I, mm-hmm. I, I check them all out. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you'll be surprised I listen to the Progress Station on XM as much as I do the Patriots. Well, station. you also shouldn't have had to, like, you felt the need to justify the no, fact no, that you were listening you're to Fox. Because you're going to throw it in, oh, well, you were listening to faux news. Shut up! <laughs> Every single news station has some sort of... Yeah, of course they do. A bias, yeah, a bent. Some so here's the deal. Bias. Here's the deal, stupid. <laughs> See, and the reason I call you stupid, because if this applies to you like a bit dog always barks, you know, if you can't, if you can't figure out what that means... Steve's over there trying to count on his fingers. A bit dog always barks. Oh, if you got a, if you got a, a pack of dogs, the one that got bit, the one that barks is the one that got bit. Okay, so if this applies to you, and it stung a little when I said, hey, stupid, <laughs> you're stupid. So here's the thing. 
Here's the thing. We've lost all ability to use critical thinking mm-hmm. anymore. We don't know how to critically think. That was That's why I can read the AP. I can read a news report. I can listen to NPR. I can listen to progress. I can listen through, and I can, I can critically think about what these people are saying. I know what's opinion. See, journalistic objectivity is like this. If I can listen to a news report or read an article, and at the end of it, I know the writer's opinion on the subject. That's not journalism. Yes. That's opinion. Yes. Obje- journalistic objectivity just tells you the story. This is what happened. These are the details. This is who was involved, who, what, why, when, where, how. So that's journalism. I can see through that crap because I know how to think critically. Those days I, are gone, though, aren't they? you got to know where to go look. Yeah. But yeah. I can still listen to these news cycles on, on whatever bias network it is. I mean – uh, our friend Eric Bowling, he says, look, I get up in the morning, I watch MSNBC. Mm-hmm. He says, you know, I, I I listen to CNN. You know, by and large, you can get some good news out of CNN unless you're reading the big headlines because they're going to continue pushing that to the top. But back to my point, Maria Bartiromo has uh, Representative Tim Ryan. He's running for president. He's a Democrat from Ohio. They've got him. They've got him. They got him on the show. And yes, he's got his accusations against Trump. He had his demands for certain aspects of what should be done in terms of of gun control. He did put some blame on Trump. But it's interesting. The news isn't flooded with Tim Ryan. It's flooded with Beto Mm O'Rourke because of what? Because, again, Ohio, they're treating Ohio completely different than they're treating El Paso, something that happened within 14 hours of each other. It's a swing state. Well, it, well, I'm it, not well, even hearing about Ohio. You're not hearing about it. Interestingly but, enough, that guy was connected. He was a Warren supporter. Warren, right? Bernie, huh. who's a so, avowed socialist, believed in all that crazy junk. What a coincidence that we don't hear about all of his political ideologies and yeah. his motives behind, you know, what he did. Yeah. I mean, did you blame Bernie Sanders when the guy shot Steve Scalise and the rest of the baseball team? Absolutely not. In Washington, D.C.? So, so, again, I'm not blaming Obama for cops dying. Mm-hmm. I'm not blaming Trump because a moron drove 10 hours to shoot Mexicans. And I'm not, you know, I'm not blaming Elizabeth Warren because some pinhead in Ohio went out and shot, tried to shoot up a nightclub. Mm-hmm. Just, that's just not how this works. You don't blame a huge swath of society for the actions of one criminal. And that, you don't do that. And that's what people are doing right now on social media. It's crazy. Yeah. Personal accountability. Well, I mean, you know, and again, back to the point of I it's dangerous, the position that that the mainstream media has right now, because they're all that you hear CNN wall to wall coverage about this racist guy. And just like we said before, it wasn't just the racism. If you're going to report on the manifesto, which I'm not sure that I love. I mean, I, I, I appreciate journalism. I'm not sure that we should be elevating these these killers I'm not sure that we should be elevating their manifestos, but if you're going to report on it, report the whole damn thing. Don't just tell us about all of his racist rhetoric and then completely leave out. You know, it's like it's in this teeny tiny little footnote in small font that no one can read. Oh, by the way, he was also an environmental nut job, but we're not going to tell you that part of it. (laughs) So now we've got all of these people who are saying, well, he was racist and he was xenophobic and he was a white supremacist. And no, he must be a Trump supporter um, when that's not really the point that we should all be focusing on. I mean, we should be focusing on the fact that, like, we probably should have a conversation about why people are so sick in this country and yeah. why there's so much hate. Oh, maybe because they're watching CNN and hearing all of these people talk about how divided we are and how we have a president who's an avowed white supremacist. 
None of it's true. Ivanka Trump gets on Twitter and is going to condemn it. Mm -hmm. Well, you need to condemn your father. He's... It gets old. Nothing they say will be good enough. They told him, and I I tweeted about this, the left on Saturday said, Donald Trump better come out and condemn white supremacy or else he is obviously a racist. Well, he did that today. And now their answer is, well, yeah, but he didn't mean it. It wasn't good enough. (laughs) Nothing he ever says. You you keep moving those goalposts. It's like hanging out at Steve's house. It's like like being around (laughs) Steve and Tony having a fight. I'm sorry, baby. You don't mean that. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you anyway. Hey, we've been fighting for 20 years. We're good at it. It works. I it know. Works. You guys somehow so, make it work. It's pretty awesome. Well, he's it's like, amazing. he's just falling into this trap that, you know. I love what our friend Jesse Kelly said. Yes. We talked about this before the show. He said, quit apologizing mm-hmm. for white supremacy. You're not a white, if you're not a white supremacist. Right. I'm right. not a white supremacist. Yeah. But it's I, funny because when, uh. Ilamine, when they kept saying, "How come she's not? She doesn't condemn terrorists." And they're like, she came out in a report. She's like, "Why do I have to say that I that I think that they're terrorists? I don't have to come out and publicly say that they're terrorists. We know they're terrorists. So then, why is it the same thing? Why is it reversed when people are like, why doesn't Trump come out and say blah blah blah? Why do you have to come out? Like it's just like you said, it's a playground mentality where it's like, oh, he doesn't say it, so he's a white supremacist. But you know, Ilamine is like, oh, I don't have to admit that terrorism is real in the Muslim religion. So what's the what's the what's the difference then? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, a, it's, oh. That's a double standard. There's I'm no keep drinking my coffee. It. Yeah. <laughs> Your coffee. The Irish Dr. Pepper you're drinking I need there. some more Irish coffee. The, oh, no, yeah, bro. me too. Oh, well, let's see huh. what we can do. It's the 100th episode. Party 100. time, Mom. First Party time, time ever. We've been, we've been, we've been lighting up a little we've bit. We've been a little episode. bit. Oh, Steve, man. When, oh. when am I meeting your mom? Ah, oh, we got to get her in here. I talked to her last night. We're at the point in our relationship where I should meet your mom, I feel. Did I just get, <laughs> did I get bamboozled on the whiskey? There's more. Yeah. Sean's got some over there. What oh. does he have? Yeah. So, Coffee. anyway, the uh, oh, uh, if you want to send me some Jameson whiskey, I like the Black Barrel. The uh, if, uh, if you want to sponsor me, <laughs> Jameson, I'll be back in Ireland in November. We can come talk about it. Hi! <laughs> No, I. My mother, by the way, is probably mad. Like, like I talked to her yesterday, and she'll always tell me she's like that that episode you did with with uh, Chad Robert 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 and I'm like. Robichaud, mom. Yeah, that one. I just love that episode with him. He's just so sweet. Oh, and that, that Chris Norton and his wife, Emily. Oh, I just love them, too. They're great. And, and I'm like, well, what about when we're just sitting around and having a good time? I'm, I, don't, I, don't, I can't share those. I, don't. I can't share those because I'm afraid your kids might look at them and watch them. And I'm like, mom, my kids are on social they're- media. They can see. They're, on, they're not going to your page to see what Damn. their father said. I was going to say. That's my mom's logical social media. Well, if I share it, they might go to my page. Mom, Aww. everything out there is public. Aww. They're adults, by the that way. My, so I mean, my, I got two daughters in universities. I'm like, you know, they, they, they can drink alcohol. And they're not watching dad. They're not watching. <laughs> they're not Every watching now dad. and then they might tune in, but That's, they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty much bored to death. I'm dad. just sad that when you just talked about your mom watching episodes, you didn't say that she said she really enjoyed the episode with Sarah Gonzalez. She never has said that. No, no. She, she's not. But uh, she, she, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she has said that you and Natalie are, they're so pretty. Aww. They're just so pretty. Thanks, mom. They're so pretty. They're smart, too. I really I do. She said that they're really like, smart. And they are sharp. They are so sharp. Aww, and and I'm like, Natalie? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Natalie. As a pencil eraser. 
Natalie, I try to take up for you, but <laughs> yeah. Wow. No, I'm like Natalie Sherman. I, she's got. She needs she's to smart. come. Your mom needs to come. Be oh, she's be. coming. So I told her. I said, "Mom, when do you want to come?" She said, "You're the one with a busy schedule." I said, "Well, that's true. That is, but true. I'll make time for you, mom." I said, "I'll because because the last time she came out last summer, and I uh, love you, mom. Uh, mom, mom has the patience of uh, maybe three or four days visit. You go into five days, she's ready to get." somewhere else that's awesome and then she starts trying to that's great then, then all of a sudden then she you goes don't have back the mom in, who just hangs around for well then she wants to go back into mom him. mode like you need to be doing this and this. and i'm like easy tiger <laughs> easy <laughs> my mom is like that too so i love my mom she's a trip though she uh so last year i'd done a show in portland oregon of all places and i jumped on the plane flew all the way across the country to augusta georgia picked her up and I was going to fly her back first class, you know. So get on the plane. We had to go to Charlotte and from Charlotte to DFW. It's a problem with the plane, apparently. Or it was storms is what it was in okay. Charlotte. So we got up in the air. We had to land in, like, Greenville, South Carolina or some nowhere. It wasn't even Greenville. It was middle of nowhere airport. And so we missed our flight. So then we get, finally got to Charlotte. And we had to wait there. For another four hours. Now, here's my mother who needs the wheelchair. She doesn't need it, Aww. but I I, we, I get the wheelchair for her because, yeah. you know, she, I just... You might as well. You might as well. Just save her strength yeah. and yeah. you can... Yeah. She's got a little arthritis and stuff. Yeah. She still gets around pretty good. Uh, so, get finally get her out. It was a process, right, to get her out here. And so I'm like, Mom, I will fly. I'll get you. She's like, well, I can get myself. I'll fly out there. And I'm like, Mom, I'll come get you. I'll fly back with you. I don't want you flying alone. I don't want you doing layovers by yourself and stuff like that. So I told her, I said, I said, come on, I'll come out there and get you. You know, and uh, anyway, she she's going to come out for a couple Aww, days. And when she sweet. comes, mom, you are sitting right here. She's got to. Right oh. here. You're going to sit in this seat and we're going to have it there. out. She can't sit there for 45 minutes. Oh, yes, yeah, she can. <laughs> she sat time. out there. Tired she now. sat out there. Y'all, if y'all aren't watching, humor me on Blaze TV. Oh, you're missing out. You got to go. Let me tell it's you something. So good. The episode with my mother, still probably my favorite. Bougie. That yeah, was good. Because we all went to her house. You crashed that bad boy. My mother's living in the first house I ever bought. My mother's living in the same house. She went and picked out this house and I described it to me. I'm like, Mom, that's, that's the first house. house I ever bought. <laughs> so anyway, we sat out there on her deck at the lake and stuff. And we just, it was, you got to watch this episode with my mother. It's hilarious. You'll see where I get my mental damage from. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry, Thank Mom, you. for calling people stupid. But you know. You know, Erin still laughs at that episode. Every time I put it on, she's like, "I still, want, I want to hear that episode again because this the way you and your mom the interaction was amazing. So cute. It was gold. Well, we kept talking about turtles humping. Yeah, in and lake. she was like, "Chad, you got to edit that out. You got to take that out. Edit that out. Don't. Oh, I yeah, don't we want took it. it out. They don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it leads all the way up to one big final punchline. That's hilarious. But your whole family, your whole family's like that. Mm-hmm. They're, I mean, aunts, oh, dude, uncles. Hey, look, I cousins. make a living trying to be funny. Trying, I stress the word trying. My family's funny. Shirley yeah. was funny too. Shirley, Shirley my aunt, yeah. she's funny. She's my mother's pole next door neighbor. I was like, wait, are we talking about stripper poles with the eighty-year-old lady right now? Yeah, like, this is oh, listen. That. If you could put my mother and Shirley, who you could put them on a reality show, all you'd ever need your truck driving cousin. What's his Rick? Rick, Rick, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, funny, funny, funny. Yeah, we went over there and sat around smoking cigars and drinking whiskey at his place. He's married to my cousin, Kim. Oh, just a mess. He's a character. Here's what we got to do. 
We all need to go to Augusta, Georgia. We need to load up. Mm-hmm. I wish I could take everybody. I wish we could take all of this thing on the road, just caravan it. And I mean, we can. Put Let's everybody on a plane or some something. microphones. And, and just go somewhere and take take all the Blaze people that want to go. and That would bus. be. Have a big old we party. We could do the news. We could we do could the do, news yeah. and why it matters Barstool from Sports America. does it all the time. They got a tour bus and they from do the podcasts from the tour bus. Yeah, yeah or we right? could do it on her, his mom's back porch overlooks a little lake. <gasps> <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Let's do it. Oh, my God. Mark, make this happen. Come on, Marcus. Oh, my God. The the idea is all it takes is money, people. But we don't have any because you refuse to go over to YouTube or go when podcasts are offered. So whatever. (laughs) It's all on you. You want to see this happen? You want to see this happen? Do you, punk? (laughs) You got to go to where podcasts are offered. We should do a fundraiser. A fundraiser. Chad goes home. Yeah, like, homecoming go, fundraiser. Go Chad goes home podcast. Like, I'll tell you what. Send all emails, too. Nah, I love my mom. My mom's a trip, dude. Starling. She's funny. And and the whole family, they're nuts. But yeah, she's going to be, we're going to get her in here. Okay, good. Then we're going to this, well, then we're going to have a big peanut you gallery. Do not let me miss it. Oh, you no. got to tell me ahead of time. We're going to let everybody sit okay. in here. We're going to do that in the new studio, though. Right? No, we won't be in there by then. I'm going to uh-huh. get her here. My, listen, we have, yeah, folks don't realize this, but sitting off to the side here, we sometimes have 10, 11, 12 people sitting in here. And, time, and just, just kind of, it's party time, Mom. <laughs> we get in that new studio. It's going to be, we're going to have a studio audience. Oh, yeah. It's going to be big time. For out. sure. Y'all, y'all wait. See, see, we're not staying in the mothership. It feels good in here now, though. Yeah, it's nice. The air yeah. conditioning is nice, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's, uh, it, it almost, is. Almost cold. too cold, <laughs> based on what I'm seeing from you. The... Uh, <laughs> We the, always uh, do that. Look at those shoes, Sarah. I know. Look at those shoes, girl. I, I asked if I should. What change club them. you buy them from? I asked if I should change them beforehand. Lord have mercy, I girl. Guess I shouldn't. Can I just tell you really quickly? These are more comfortable and easier to walk in than like a normal stiletto heel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, those the wedges. Is yes. that because of the wedge? It yes. distributes that. Yeah, it's just an even distribution. <laughs> well, and it's easier to walk in. We're talking about wedges. What do you do on your part? Hey, Steve, asked me, Steve asked me if he could try house, them on after we're done. House full of girls. He's like the Oscar de la Hoya of rednecks. <laughs> <laughs> Easy party foul chew. Three daughters a wife. Jimmy Chew over there. <laughs> Jimmy party foul chew. Um, yeah. They're anyway, good. they're my. They, they fit my personality, right? Yeah, oh yeah, they perfectly. But but what's funny is uh, uh, <laughs> we're not staying here. We're moving. We were, we're supposed to move in like January, February, March, April, May, June, and July. But apparently it's going to be more like more like late September, October, maybe 2020. We'll see. It's Blaze TV time. Yeah, Blaze TV about. time. Thanks, but they're Grand building Mellon. out the studio. <laughs> oh, building out the studio. Uh, if the powers that be are watching, approve the budget so we can get this thing done. Okay, <laughs> come on. We're supposed to be in there. We in need February. We need a 200 episode to be in there. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, it will be. Are it you are be. you bringing all the decor? No, with you? no, 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 no. Much of the stuff oh. is staying behind. I'm gonna. You know, we got. Are you bringing the deer? Uh, Herbert, the silent deer. Uh, we don't know if Herbert's going to make the trip or oh. not. Uh, but the new studio is going to be bigger. It's going to be more expansive. It's going to be exciting. We're going to have different places where bigger, better, better. It's going to be awesome. Bigger, better, better. And so that's that's what we're going to do. And it's going to be party time, mom. <laughs> and we stay horned. It's going to be party time, mom. <laughs> I can't wait. I've seen the mock-up, seen the drawings, seen all the stuff, and it's going to be cool. But then we'll be able to have a lot more people in mm-hmm. on set, more voices. What I want to do, Sarah, I want to get – tell me if you think people would be interested in this. I would like to get – I would like to get everybody that's involved with this show, you included, um, folks that have been on this show like David Harris Jr. Mm-hmm. and just different – 
perspectives, different voices, and get everybody. And I would like to do almost like a roundtable discussion or one of those town hall type deals where we bring up topics and everybody can talk about <clears throat> this thing. Of course, in the way we do it, where we have fun doing it. Right. But I want everybody to get these perspectives. You know, you take this gun thing. Banning guns ain't going to work. Okay. You, you, more laws don't make criminals stop breaking laws. Mm-hmm. Um, you can you can Murder exchange. Murder is already illegal. Yeah. I mean, you can exchange <laughs> one gun for the next. What is the solution? Um, people that are, you know, I, I contend that we need to let our kids get uh, beat up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let them get in a fight. Let them get bullied a little bit and teach them how to deal with bullies. They don't do that anymore. Now we protect them from God everything. Did you see the Democratic Socialist Convention clips where they were triggered by everything? They were triggered by <laughs> gendered uh, pronouns. And all. I mean, you yeah. just said this and it made me think of them. Yeah. Like we're raising a bunch of children who are triggered by everything. Yeah, they're triggered by literally everything. And that, Twitter, get on Twitter and just start reading the threads. Mm-hmm. Someone is triggered by literally everything. You know, I tweeted over the weekend, it trended pretty high where where it was, I said, if you believe that the color of your skin gives you some form of supremacy, then you're an asshole. I mean, just, Mm -hmm. that's my poetic, eloquent way of saying, if you think the skin color makes you better, then you're an asshole. Mm -hmm. If your skin color makes you a victim, you're an asshole. You just, you know, I'm sick of all of that stuff. Nobody gets privileged because of their skin color. It's okay. So I had this conversation the other day in the cigar shop with this guy from from uh, Sacramento, from Folsom, California. Only you would start a story with. I had this conversation in this. Yeah, sh- total cigar stranger. Shop. He was visiting <laughs> Dallas, a black guy, and and we sat in there. We we smoked a cigar. We talked for an hour. We talked politics a little bit. He admitted that fiscally he was a little more conservative. Socially he was pretty liberal. And we we talked a little bit about different things. And and uh, you know you realize when you have those conversations, you're you're you have far more in common. With a total stranger than, than you would be led to believe if you were to believe everything that's on social media. you know. And he made a valid point about, yes, America is a land of opportunity and we, ha- we all have equal opportunities. But it is true. There are certain people from certain cultures, certain environments, certain neighborhoods, if you will, who don't get afforded the same chance to do certain things that others do. I, look, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. Now, can you pull yourself out of that? Yeah, yes. I believe right. you can. Yes. A lot of times people don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all I ever did. been? A- Sean moved to Texas. Well, well I just got out of the situation I was in. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But we're teaching people. I mean, we're incentivizing people to not do that, right? We're incentivizing people to be more dependent on. That's the right. That's and right. Instead of pulling themselves themselves out, they're being taught that they just need to rely on the government to pull them out of whatever it is, or to give them another program, Medicare for all, or you know, erasing student debt, or whatever the case may be. You're, that who who's incentivized to actually take responsibility for themselves these days? Yeah. Nobody. It's like you remember the old Sam Kennison joke when he was doing stand up. He was like. <laughs> He'd say, you know, all these people starving to death in Ethiopia. He said, what I want to do is I want to take them up. Shut up, Steve. He's come bring them up there. He'd be like, you see what this is? You see what this is? This is sand. This is sand. You know, it's going to be in 100 years. It's still going to be freaking sand. It's going to be sand. You got to get out of here. And so that's that was the whole that was the whole deal is. Pack it up, Shut up, Steve. (laughs) I can't. 
<laughs> Shut up. That's a great we bit. I know it is, but that's the whole point. <laughs> Insanity is doing everything the same way over and over again, expecting different results. And so if you're going to – but but they keep thinking. They get promised free stuff, free stuff, mm-hmm. free stuff, free stuff, free stuff. If you're voting on the promise of free stuff, you're going to be sadly disappointed. Mm-hmm. Because the free stuff you think you're going to get is going to be far inferior to what you can go out and earn yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and speaking of voting, I mean, I'm not saying we should do it, but there is some sort of credibility, I feel, to the people who say that, you know, uh, maybe it's a conflict of interest to have a bunch of people voting who are receiving all of these programs that they're mm-hmm. voting on. I mean, I'm not saying yeah, because you're I'm voting. Not saying take away people's voting rights, but I'm just saying I understand. Oh, I am. I think argument. we should repeal the 14th. <laughs> like, wow. like women have I'm no right business here. voting. Women have right no here. business voting. Look at you. You shouldn't vote. I need a sandwich right <laughs> now. In the, in the off <laughs> chance, in the, if the off chance that Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren don't get elected, it, it, I mean, if they do get elected mm-hmm. by the off chance mm-hmm. and they don't eliminate eliminate student debt. Oh, they're going to be pissed. Oh, yeah. Including, All their uh, including me. So there was a news article over the weekend. Hang I'll on. pay my loans, but. Hey, my thing hey. is, hey, that's why I'm not paying any bills right now. You know, Jade went back on her master's degree, and I think she owes like $25,000. And I'm like, well, just hold out, baby. Just, just hold out. <laughs> just hold out a little bit. Just, just pay, hold out. Pay the minimum every month. Wait and see. I saw something interesting in the headlines. <laughs> Where was it? Oh, you're going to like this one. Oh. Yeah, this was a burning one. This was y'all hang tight. Y'all y'all talk amongst yourselves. Oh, here it was. That New Yorkers need to earn at least a hundred thousand dollars to live alone because rent has gotten so high. Yep. All right. So uh, it, it's based on the common rule that you shouldn't spend more than forty forty percent of their salary. gross income on rent. So for someone uh, earning salary of $100,000, this would mean that they spend around $3,300 a month on rent. Mm-hmm. The popular neighborhoods where renting would require a six-figure salary mm-hmm. include uh, Prospect Heights, Brooklyn Heights, Cobble mm-hmm. Hill. So, <laughs> I mean, you couldn't move in. You couldn't move, the thing is, you couldn't move to those neighborhoods before then either. Okay, so mm-hmm. what happens if Bernie Sanders, and this, when I read that article, my first thought was, let's say Bernie or Elizabeth Warner, one of the, and, and all of a sudden they go up to, they want an 80% tax on mm-hmm. people. What are you going to do then? Mm-hmm. How much money have you got to make then in order to, so then you got to make $180,000 a year. Yeah, well, actually you got to make a quarter of a million. Way more. Because 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 you're you're you know even then you're still getting taxed at 70-80% and you're still trying to pay 40% towards your rent to live in New York City. How is this going to happen? It doesn't work, it doesn't folks. Work. It's simple economics. Okay, but I- you can go to simple economics that uh, let's say minimum wage has not increased at the same rate as inflation. Has it not? No. Are you asking in conjunction asking, with this ha- right here? It, no, yeah, it has I not. Because no. all that's connected. Not. Okay. Well, so because because typically inflation's moving around two point five, maybe three percent when it's rough, mm-hmm. about three percent a year. So no, the minimum wage is not increasing by three percent every no, year. It's, it's not keeping up with that. But that again. That again, minimum wage jobs are not intended to be mm-hmm. life wages. Mm-hmm. They're not in their starter jobs. That's not a career job. If you're making minimum wage and I you're 45 that, years old. If, if the minimum wage is set at a, whatever it is, that affects all the way up the chain. goes up, you know, goes up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's on the move. Chad's Where on the move. Where are you going move. now? I'm well, going to get my sweet tea. I, but oh, I, it's I, gone. I, I, I also... I, 
And I'm not necessarily. I would love to. No, no, let, let's talk about the fact that Bernie Sanders, what he just read was that he's talking about what it costs to live alone. In what world is it now that's just what, what we're, uh, we're supposed to be afforded? That's our right now, the right to life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. Oh, and also to not have any roommates and yeah. live wherever we want to live. Like if you want to live someplace in like New York. Where it's extremely expensive to live, Sean, I feel like you could speak to this. Mm-hmm. You, you don't just have the right to make sure that the government gives you enough money so that you can live without a roommate. That's not real life. No, no, that's not. That's why you have roommates, right? Like that—that's the whole point or of having roommates. And a lot dad. of people in New York, <laughs> they say, you know what? I'm choosing to live in New York. I love the opportunities it's affording me, but I have to have a roommate because it is so expensive to live to live there. And then they have roommates. That's like, why we're I live, hearing that's in the headlines, in the it's like this weird narrative that, like, people, this is roommates is a new thing. That's why I lived in the this hood. This is what the 100th episode looks like right <laughs> but, here. All these but, empty a, but across the board, you're talking about income does not keep up with the rate of yeah, but the cost of living. It doesn't, but you shouldn't also, I mean, if you want to live, yes, if you want to live in Cobble Hill, Brooklyn, or Brooklyn Heights. Exactly. Yeah, you're going to, that's, oh, that's, in a sense, Get a damn roommate. Class. Well, you can, or, you can live you're in, not going to go Burleson. live. I consider where you live upper class. You can live, you live where, in you, North Fort Worth. Listen, Steve. <laughs> no comment. You're not going to go, okay, folks who know Dallas, Fort Worth, you're not going to go live in South Lake. You're not going to go live in University or Highland Park no. making minimum wage. That's right. not, right. This, this apples and oranges in that regard. These are, these are high income people that are living in these places. Um, you 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 talk about what are you going to do? You going to raise the minimum wage? Yeah, that that gets into a whole other conversation mm-hmm. that gets crazy there. Even Bernie's proven with his own campaign staff that he couldn't pay him that he, he, he okay we'll pay you fifteen dollars an hour but we're going to cut your hours right so you're yeah. making the same thing you already you're making. making the same thing you're doing yeah. I mean again let's go back to critical thinking my <laughs> stupids okay <laughs> I love y'all you know I do I feel like if you call them stupid they're probably not watching by this point no they don't. <laughs> the, the folks who know left. me they know it's just the the critical thinkers I think we have still with us yeah the the ones who know me they know. Um, hey, they know I'm picking. They'll but, get on there and say, "Don't call Steve stupid." <laughs> Are there you people know what's really that? weird? Like hundred episodes in, no, pretty much everybody's <laughs> calling Steve stupid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Steve ain't stupid. Hey, as long as I get paid to be called stupid, like growing up in New York, home. like growing up I'm in above Brooklyn, minimum wage. <laughs> like growing up in Brooklyn, I always had a mentality, like because we grew up poor, and I always told my brother, my brother and I always always had this dream where like. If we make eighty nine thousand dollars a year, we've made it. We got out of the hood. We we survived. And now you're telling us to live in Brooklyn, you still need a hundred thousand dollars. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you guess what? You like you said, you you put your bootstraps on, you get the hell out of that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I got out of it. I didn't want to live. I looked at myself. I was like, I don't want to live here for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And I left. Some people are just like, yeah, I'm I'm stuck here. And I have friends that are still stuck in certain parts of Brooklyn. And you're like, wait, you're still there? Yeah. Mm. Like I go back to visit my mom. I'm like, whoa. Well, and that's the thing. It's a mindset because once you get in and go back to where we started this conversation is, are the opportunities out there? Yes, they're out there, but you got to be willing to pull yourself out of it and say, mm-hmm. I want better for myself. Or make your opportunities. Excuse me, I want better for my family. And and that's the thing. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> talking to that guy that I was talking to yesterday in the cigar shop or the other day in the cigar shop, he is a psychologist. He is a counselor for Folsom Prison. Wow. His wife is an RN. And I'm like, well, look at yourself. I said, did you not have the opportunity to do what you're doing? I mean, you got great careers here in your in your household. He goes, well, yeah. I said, okay. You came out of California, mm-hmm. the bad parts of California. That's what he told me. He said, I, I, I said, what part of California are you from? He said, the bad part. And I said, <laughs> okay, well, 
Is there a you, part that's not the bad part it. at this point? <laughs> some better than Beverly Hills is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People that live in there yes. aren't minimum wage either. Yeah. Uh, but they do have McDonald's in Beverly Hills. And uh, it sucks, actually. It's it impossible to get through there. But uh, the uh, but I'm like, look, you yeah. took advantage of the opportunity that yeah. was afforded you and you did it. So anyway, it's out there. It's what you want to do with your life. It all starts with the individual. No matter what you're dealing mm-hmm. with, it starts with the individual in this country. Donald Trump, you can call him what you want to call him. Jesus Christ could get elected president. And they're going to have problems with him. I mean, they crucified Jesus. I mean, they crucified Jesus for crying out loud, for being the son of God. And they crucified him for blasphemy and, and being against what everybody was thinking in the group think of the day. So the fact that they're crucifying Donald Trump, who's out there doing some pretty dang good things, pretty moderate things by and large, not really far right at all, um, just shows you where people are. People haven't changed in millennia. They're still going to crucify good things. They're still going to they crucify Bush, and yeah. and they crucified W. And look, there were people who, you know, well, you know, it's basically, and if if you don't agree with the left's radical narrative, you are alt right now. Mm-hmm. There's no in between. There's no talk of anything that's moderate. It's just if you do not sign off on all of these radical policies, you are alt right, and we will will label you as such. Yeah. Which is why someone like Ben Shapiro gets labeled alt right. I mean, the or guy white supremacist. I love that. I'm like, yeah, or do an anti semite. Yeah. Do you know who Ben Shapiro is? Yeah. Shapiro. <laughs> Shapiro. <laughs> Shapiro. And it it's should right be there. summed up in the name <laughs> Shapiro. It's right there. He ain't eating fried chicken from the hood. He's a black guy. <laughs> the man wears a yarmulke. He's selling bean pies. And every Saturday <laughs> takes a day of rest where he's not on social media at all. Not the he person does really you do want that? to call a white supremacist. Yeah. He yeah. follows the Sabbath? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be Jewish. <laughs> I went to church yesterday. Whoa. You start making Ben Shapiro money. I went to church yesterday. But I might just I might be Jewish now because that Sabbath sounds kind of good. <laughs> on a Saturday, though? <laughs> I mean, I don't even know the day of the week right now. What day is it? <laughs> oh, dear. It's 100th episode party time, yeah. Mom. That's what we know right there in the Woo. Chad Prather Show. The Centennial, the Anime. Hi! Party time, Mom. Stay horned. <laughs> It comes down to the individual. Donald Trump, Barack Obama, George W. Bush, Jesus Christ, whoever's president, is not coming to your house for coffee to solve your problems. You got to govern yourself. You got to govern your family. You got to govern your neighborhood, your community, your county, your state. On down the line. That's what it comes down to. Stop hating on each other. Love. And damn Frankie. Frankie's a piece of Oh, Frankie told Dana Lash said her kids were going to get shot at some event or something oh, like that. And I'm like, yes. who's Frankie? It's some piece of <laughs> shit. Mark that one. Oh, oh, I, mean, nah. I, know like, Dana, I know Dana can handle it. Like, but... I promise you, he, he one of them dudes walking around with his weenie tucked between his legs <laughs> is what he is. Balls ain't dropped. Wow. And you yeah. know it's true. I, 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 my heart goes out to Dana. She's strong. Who, but. She is. She is strong, and she doesn't need necessarily our, you know, our sympathy or our support because she certainly can take care of herself, which we've sad. all seen. But it's just not right. Yeah. It's just not fair that someone well, that comes out there and kills a bunch of people, and somehow some complete stranger to that killer is, is the, the fault. Yeah. 
right? It's her. It's her fault. Yeah, it's the NRA's then, fault. But it's then also kill fault. your kid. But you gonna turn right. around and talk about her kids getting killed? Yeah. We see where the damn problem is. Is with your mindset. Exactly. Mental health. Exactly. I mean, you're crazy. You and there's come out doing so that. many things. Speaking of mental health, Sean, that the NRA has done behind the scenes to help strengthen laws when it comes to mental health and owning guns. The NRA has been at the forefront of all of that. Gotta blame something, though. Of course. Donald Trump, Dana Donald Lash, Trump, Dana NRA. Lash. I blame mm-hmm. white people. Well, that's already been taken. <laughs> Darn Too it. late, Shawnee. Go back to church. <laughs> it was good. Exodus 12, chapter 1 to 12, 14. It was great. Exodus I mean, 12. Yeah. It's, it's, it was about celebration. Mm-hmm. It's honestly... So, Party time, Mom. You know how... I was not a Trump supporter in 2016. No, and neither was I. I am. They have pushed this so far that I'm just I am so on board with Trump. I am MAGA. I bought a red hat. I almost wear it to the wore it to the airport. And then I got scared because I was with my kid <laughs> and I didn't. But I mean, really, like it's they have pushed people who were not full on with Trump, who were not fully on board are now like we've got to vote for him because yeah. this is way too crazy and it's way too hateful. I mean, that guy that got beat up in New York City. You know, I mean, I'm from New York again. It's supposed to be the city of like the melting pot, and he wore a MAGA hat and he got his ass beat. Yes, by I saw that. Teenagers, and it's yep. just like that's where we've come to a point where it's like you can't wear if you oppose whatever they, whatever's going on, you're gonna get your ass beat. That's sad. I, I to- wore my make uh, margarita hat the other day Keep to, margaritas to the ranch, yeah. and I got some looks. Yes, until well, yeah. finally, yes. So one of the waiters the actually read it. He said, "Oh my gosh, I just read your hat." Mm-hmm. They just see red hat. So funny. Yeah, they just saw it. Well, I mean, like a like, sticker. isn't it sad, though? I'm like, I just want to wear my hat. And I. it was actually a conversation I had to have with my husband of, well, I really I want to wear it, but I'm worried because we have our son with us. I don't want anyone to say something to me that he hears. And should I wear it? Should I not? OK, I guess I shouldn't wear it. To wear blue really? Them, that, never... That's where we are in society. So I can't hat. just wear a hat. To wear a giant's hat would be better. Uh, that's not going to happen. Mm. But I have a cowboy's hat. I'm happy to wear not it. Delete that. <laughs> That'll get you beat up somewhere, too. Yeah, in New York. In Philadelphia. Right. Philly. In Philadelphia, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, we get you Philadelphia. <laughs> get you beat right here, woman. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I wore my keep uh, keep margaritas great hat, which by the way will the new edition will be on sale at watchchad.com next week. So um everybody get their margarita hats. And then you can get your ass kicked too. It is it is a fun one though, because people do they do they look Steve, yeah, everywhere they, we go. Like, they give you the look like they're pissed. Yeah. And then they're like uh, oh. Yeah. It, oh, I love it because I wear no, it. It's, Jade, it's funny. Jade was wearing hers. We were uh, at the Gaylord Texan. We were spending the night. We were up there for an event, and and people would stop as she was coming mm-hmm. out of the elevator and just looking and wanting to watch and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, it's fake outrage anyway. I don't. If, if you're getting gets pissed mad off by hat, hats, you, you, it's fake outrage. You stole my dolly. They, they need a safe space. For you sure. really do. It, Go suck your thumb. That's why your parents didn't beat you. Pe- parents should have beat like, your ass. It's like I my, mean, really, you I need have a, fake drivers road rage. It's fake. Yeah, I just yell and cuss, but I really don't. Mine mean is not it. fake. What? <laughs> mine is what? Real. Did he just my say road rage is fake. Yeah, well, I'm mine not is very real. He still revs up my engines and still it still <laughs> chases them in my car to catch up with them, and then pulls up beside them. So if they've got a gun and they're going to shoot outside, it's going to hit me. <laughs> Steve's a peckerhead. <laughs> 
He really is, man. I love Jesus. Gerald Krennic, I got to give you a shout out, dude. Gerald Krennic is watching this thing right now. I promise you, dude, you have been a faithful listener to the podcast, bro. I had to give you a shout out. That guy, he's on here faithfully watching every one of them. The other night he said, this is the first one I haven't watched live. And so, 100th anniversary, I got to give a shout out to old Gerald, man. Dude, good job hanging awesome. in there, buddy. Tell, I want everybody to tell, tell, tell your friends about uh, this show and watch the news and why it matters. If you have Dish, it's on channel 212, mm-hmm. channel 212 in the afternoons, evenings. Uh, the news and why it matters. That's I love doing it. I'd be on that show every Eastern. single day if I could, if my yeah. time would allow it. I love to be Mr. Hollywood over here on is that too show busy to be on the show. I love it. I, I think I might have. I don't know if I triggered anybody the other day, but I was. I was. Oh, you, I'm was, sure you. Did. I love. I just love just mm, just seeing how far we can push it. Well, it was funny because I was I was trying to decide I did a little internal poll of whether or not I thought that they were going to actually bleep you Yeah, they in didn't. that episode. They didn't. They didn't. Which I thought made it much more enjoyable. Well, the point of the conversation was if you're Bernie Sanders, who would you go after? David Harris asked me that and I mm-hmm. said I'd go after Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. Now I would tell her we're going to make peace and we're going to make each other look good. But she's the one who can beat you on that debate stage the other night. And I'd be like, okay, Liz, here's what we're going to do. We're going to come out. I'm going to say this about you and you're going to say this about me. And then we're going to be just fine when we come out of this thing. We're still going to be trending at the top. But when I'd have hit that stage, I'd have been like, this right here. <laughs> That's pretty I, much verbatim what he I said. I would cut that throat. I mean, I was like, okay, okay. They better team up against Kamala, right? You think? Yeah, Kamala's Kamala, dangerous. Kamala's yeah. dangerous, and all mm-hmm. she wants to do is debate it's, it's, Biden. Yes. She sees him as the only threat. And that she, that's, she's arrogant. She's up, he, now. Did you that's see where dumb. Ellen Pompeo... Uh, uh, oh, from Grey's Anatomy. From Grey's Anatomy, caught all kind of hell no. for for criticizing Kamala because she said you're too. Which I mean, she's liberal. Mm-hmm. She's also married to a black man, so they were calling her That's racist. Right. Mm-hmm. This is how stupid you are. That's right. She's married to a black man, mm. and they were calling her racist for calling out Kamala Harris for saying you're being too arrogant in this debate. You need to you need to mm-hmm. humiliate, humble heat. yourself yeah. a little bit. Humility. You know, and, and so everybody was jumping on her ass for, for saying stuff like that. Mm. They'll devour their own. Judging by my own Facebook and I have a friends that from left to right, from one extreme to the other, I th- it's all the people on the right that are actually watching the yeah. Democratic debate. Yeah. So I just find that funny. Oh, I find all of it funny. But what do I do? I sell my soul so I can make a buck in the Trump administration. Oh, my God. I hate that. Shut up. I mean, screw the fact that you've ever had any convictions. No, I don't like it when you kill unborn babies. And y'all have been doing it for decades. And I fight against that. I don't like expansive government, which I think those days are long gone of ever trying to limit anything because conservatives haven't conserved a darn Mm. thing. We were screwed in that regard. I don't like you trying to steal my rights. I don't like the idea that uh, that that. Oh my god, I could go on for ages on uh, this thing. Well, how about the the it's been a conviction for years? I don't like the way you do things mm-hmm. if you're liberal. Well, or the faux outrage over you know Trump daring suggest that Baltimore is a crap hole. It is a crap. It hole. It is a crap hole. Do you realize over the weekend they had another one of their ceasefires? 
ceasefire. They have ceasefire weekends in Baltimore. <laughs> Did you know this? They've always done it like Mother's Day weekend. It's you know what? We don't want anybody getting killed. So let's have a ceasefire weekend in Baltimore, the Charm City. That's their nickname, the Charm, <laughs> the Charm City. City. Hefty bags are charming. Rats are charming. That- Elijah Cummins was like a <laughs> milk nut. <laughs> Fifty-five that's, that's a challenge for every gangbanger or you know criminal in the city I'm sorry, to outdo Mom. the last weekend. I, it just the the faux outrage. They're breaking. They're going to beat the record this year. Really? Last the the record is three hundred and eight, three hundred nine people on uh, ceasefire weekends have died from getting shot over the years. That's their record yeah. in one year. They're already well over two hundred. They're going to have more ceasefire weekends, and guess Beginning what? Beginning of August. Wow. And then what do they do? They get together, they have parades, they have rallies, they Yay. have come together things, and they just all get together where they can be easy targets. And let me tell you guys something else. 2020, I want you to go out and vote. 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 I want you to register as a Democrat. I want you to vote for Marianne Williamson. I want yes. Marianne Williamson to win this whole <laughs> yes. thing so we can get the psychic aura of this nation back in place and all... Of the people will have a one-colored face. Okay, so I love her. <laughs> I legitimately, know you do. The hippie part of me, no, you do. Legitimately loves no, you do. her. You know what? Tulsi Gabbard almost has me convinced to become a liberal. Almost. Can I? She looked so good on that she debate. She did in the white. Stunning. She looked like an angel. Oh, 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 oh. She just had and the. She aura. turned me on the way she just slapped yeah. Kamala Harris. We might need to put an explicit warning on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll just leave it at that. 100 ceremony. Yeah, we might need to put a little flash in across Mama the screen. Mama, don't watch this. Mama, don't explicit. watch this one. I still love Jesus, but I'm fired up. I'm fired up. I love Jesus since Sunday. You love Exodus 12. That's the only book about, only chapter you ever read. Roman 26, 12 as well. Stop talking. It was good. Stop talking, black man. Stay in the corner. It was amazing. <laughs> Celebration of Jesus. You probably believe in that black Jesus. The guy was dancing on stage. It could have been Pentecostal. I don't know. Legal. After everything you said. Gotta hold it. Gonna have to kiss myself in a Hollywood hot tub. Gonna love myself. Come on. Look here. Isn't Jesus black? Kamala Harris. Yes. More black than white. She also is. I mean, let's be honest. She knows her place. She's just trying to get in with Biden. So oh, she yeah. can get a spot with him because she's she she's hedging her bets that Biden's going to be it. That'd be she the cute. smartest move for her. It, no, it would it's, be. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. She cute. She is cute. Anyway, she's she is smart. She's dangerous, but she's smart. <sighs> Just go to Joe. Three <laughs> oh three three oh. But I thought they made it clear. They Just didn't wanna... go to Joe. If you want to help, go to Joe. Three zero three three zero. Your New York guys, you know what they do? You know what they could do? China will hack into the teleprompters, <laughs> and they'll just put stuff out there like national secrets. And Joe will just be reading from the teleprompters, <laughs> and the launch code is seven eight one four two six D X dollar sign. 47. I worry about Joe. I hey, worry about that's Joe. That's my ATM passcode. <laughs> if you want to help us, go to Joe at 30330. <laughs>
I mean, right? Yes. It's the he, best thing I saw all weekend. I I watched it 20 times the first I time I saw it. I had Poor to watch guy. it 20 times. Everybody said, go to my website. Go to my, and then Pete Buttigieg and his campaign, they stole the website, joe at 30330.com, and it goes to Buttigieg. <laughs> that <laughs> is so great. That's fantastic. I hate it. That's funny. <laughs> that. Oh my gosh. Party time out. I do uh, worry about Joe. I know. He's well. Did you hear what he said about the shooting? He said that his he something about you know my heart goes out to. He said Houston and Michigan oh, or something. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> I mean, oh. He is he is getting up there. And that's the thing. Saying. The left didn't want another old white guy, but that's who's leading the. They're toxic. Yeah. They're toxic, Steve. You're toxic. Old white guys. Bernie. Yeah. Toxic. You have Bernie. Joe. You have mm-hmm. Yeah. Elizabeth, grab me a beer, Focahontas. <laughs> She's just another old white man. Pocahonky sure is what that. I call her. Pocahonky. I like that. <laughs> I know, dude. <laughs> oh, the 100th episode of the Chad Brady Show. Go to watchchat.com. Find me out on tour. I am going to be in Ogden, Utah, Friday night on Tuesday night. Weird night to be in the most liberal city in Montana, Missoula. Montana. Come on, bring a liberal. We'll red pill the hell out of them. We're going to have some fun, going to have some laughs. I'll even make fun of Donald Trump for you. How about that? It'll make you happy. Huge. Missoula, Montana. That's right. We're going to be there this Tuesday night. Next Tuesday night, we're going to come to Montana. We're going to hang out and have a good time. The next show after that, oh, can't wait to go. Calgary, August 28th. Ooh. We're going to international waters, baby. Oh, Calgary, Canada. Going to spend a couple of days up there. Actually going to hang out because the weather's cool and it's nice and it's beautiful. And I love Banff and all those beautiful places up there. So come on, Canadians. I actually had someone ask me this morning, said, could you please come up here and run for prime minister? <sighs> no. <laughs> no, I can't. Like, I get people all the time like, please run for president in 24. No. no. <laughs> it, it, it's really amazing the number of fans you have from in Canada and Australia. Those and the two, UK. We got a lot UK, in the UK. Like, Don't get stabbed. We got a lot in Australia. Stay strong on immigration. We got a lot in Canada. And don't do another Trudeau, okay? That panty waist wearing son of a... Yeah, wham, yeah. There's a there's a growing number of people in Canada, I think. We're tired of it. Yeah. Because of weed. They've seen Brexit. They've seen MAGA. Mm-hmm. They're tired of it. And I'm going up there to be with the good folks in Calgary. And uh, we'll have a good time. We'll I want to go to I want to go to Alaska too. We need an Alaska show. We, need, we do need uh, an Alaska, Alaska, Alaska that one day. too. We have we Alaska, Alaska fans up there. My buddy Carl's up there. He, you know, well, let's go see your buddy Carl. Let's do it. Hey Carl. <laughs> hey Carl. Carl. <laughs> Hey, he's keeping all the electricity on in Alaska or something. So. Yeah, well, I want to. I want to do that. I want to go to. Uh, uh, well, oh, well, we're going back out to California in September. I love going out to California. We got Fresno, we got uh, Yountville, which is Napa Valley, and then we've Ooh. got um, Folsom. So Folsom, Fresno, and uh, Napa going to be up there. Watch Chad dot com. Victoria, Texas, Victoria, Texas show in October. October eighteenth went on sale. Yesterday, the link is on my Facebook page. It's also on WatchChad.com. You can get them all. Mobile, Alabama. That's going to be a big show. October 4th. That's going to be a big show. Mobile. And by the way, next week, I'm going to make an announcement. It's going to blow your mind. There's something big coming. So big. So big. That you won't imagine what's going to happen next. That's going to kick off in September. A brand new tour. A brand new face. Brand new faces. 
Where do you see who's a part of this new tour in a world? <laughs> dum, dum, dum. In a world where comedy has been given over to late night idiots. <laughs> four men arose to make comedy great again. Mm. Ooh. I'm hooked. For the Puppet Master Mark, for POC, Sarah Gonzalez, Uji Sean. Sarah Gonzalez, unfiltered on YouTube. Party foul, Steve. Go look it up. News and why it matters. You can subscribe, blazetv.com slash news. And Jennings is sitting over here, too. But, yeah, go follow her. Go. Fo- I love it. The, the stuff she does over in her dressing room is fantastic. Whoa. Also, the video she Whoa. does over there good, too. What's happening? The video the she does over there good, too. Uh, well, they're both videoed. Both mm. things are videoed. I'm talking about her commentary videos. You can get those on Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered thinking, on YouTube. That's- go over there and subscribe. She doesn't know it, but it's like Porky's. You know, remember Porky's where there was a little hole in the wall and you crawled wall. under and you That's looked in the one. locker room? That's already one. Yeah. This is bad news. <laughs> yeah. Ain't it, no. Ain't no secrets around here. Of course, you little harlot of Babylon, you little hooker. We well, ain't hiding nothing anyway. I mean, ain't nothing new but the cake. Dear God. I love y'all. God bless. I'm sorry for this episode. Mom, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.